there. Welcome to Everpass. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Everpass. How's it going, Bogan? Uh, it's going good. Busy morning, but I'm glad to be sitting down doing a podcast. Yeah, me too, man. Um, are you enjoying maybe a little bit of freedom right now? A little bit. Uh, kind of waiting on some paperwork to be done and then start applying to jobs. It's like a little like a one week lull in action. Um, also looking forward to getting back to seeing my family back in Kentucky, probably sometime in August. That'd be nice. A Haven't seen vacation. them in like two years, three years almost. Yeah, that's quite a bit. Um, yeah. Kentucky, uh, the only thing I really know about Kentucky is, uh, well, obviously Louisville and the Louisville Slugger, you know, baseball bat. Um, mm-hmm. That and I know about Cumberland Falls. Cumberland Falls. Uh, I had actually been there. It's probably about two hours away from where I grew up in Louisville. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be really beautiful. And I think that's, is that, let me get this right. Is that one of the few places in the world you can see a moonbeam? A moonbow. Moonbow. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and a moonbow is a rainbow that you can see in the middle of the night under a rainbow. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we can go there together sometime and just, you know, camp out and watch the moon boat together. Yeah, that's romantic. <laughs> that's sounds, <laughs> that sounds pretty I mean, good. Uh, I think the only other place in the world that you can see the moon bow is like Victoria Falls in Africa. So yeah. that's, uh, I mean, obviously that's... If you want to see a moon bow, I recommend going to Kentucky versus Victoria Falls in Africa. You don't need all the vaccinations. So it's, it's a lot. Probably much closer, huh? Yeah. I don't know. We're, <laughs> we got worldwide. I saw... We had a listener in Singapore I told you about. We had somebody in the UK, and I think that's really cool. I like it. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, I definitely, I was, I really wanted to go when I was living closer to Kentucky, but uh, just never made a chance to get out there. So, yeah, some other little known facts about Kentucky. Um, home of Muhammad Ali. Everybody knows Muhammad Ali, and um, also the Kentucky Derby. That's a big deal. Oh, I do know the Kentucky Derby. So that's three things I know about Kentucky. Did you ever, have you ever been there? I never went to the Derby itself. I went to uh, Oaks, which is like the the Friday before the Derby, like one day before it. Because the Kentucky Derby is just a shit show. It's it's really for tourists. Um, you have like 150, 200,000 people converged in a small area and you can't even watch the race. Uh, it's much better to go to Churchill Downs on like a, just a regular race day and enjoy the racing and enjoy the ambiance and everything. It's it's just terrible to go there during Kentucky Derby. I'd like to go. That's just one of those things you kind of got to It's a bucket list thing. But when you live there, it's just like, eh. You just kind of get annoyed with all the extra traffic. <laughs> that damn traffic, there. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I want to I wanna get a, one of those big, uh, I don't know what the hats are called specifically, but I know my wife wants one of those big. Oh yeah, just a derby, derby hat. Derby hat, yeah. I have, uh, I modeled one of those on my Facebook page. If you stalked me well enough, you should see it. You modeled a, der- a derby hat. You have not stalked me well enough. And no, I try to, I try to tone down my stalking when it comes right, to my well, friends. Now you're gonna have to take a look. <laughs> I might have to. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I mean, if we're gonna talk about things we know about places that we've been, what do you know about Buffalo? So I've been to Buffalo. I went to Buffalo, and it and it ties perfectly within this podcast because it was a guild meetup for the Guild Utopian that I was a part of on Povar. 
and our guild leader, she lived in Buffalo. And I can't remember what year it was. It was like mid 2000s, like 2004, 2005. And we went to Niagara Falls, pretty close to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was about what, 30, 45 minute drive? Not even. Not okay. Even. Depends on where you're at, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Niagara Falls is beautiful. I didn't get out that much. I remember seeing something that's kind of odd to me, which makes sense, is the poles sticking up next to the fire hydrants. And correct me if I'm wrong, the reason they have those is because the snow gets so thick in the winter from the lake effect snow that you can't even see the fire hydrants anymore. And they're like six foot poles. So the snow plows don't hit a fire hydrant and cause, yeah. a, cause a river of ice. Yeah, ice. we can. We get plastered in the snow. That's one of the big things about Buffalo. One of the uh, big reasons why I moved to Phoenix uh, to get away from the snow. No snow well, can it snow in Phoenix? Uh, yeah, but I mean, nothing like like a dusting. Uh, I guess I can't get I yeah. can't get my car out of the driveway. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um, Buffalo wings are from Buffalo. No, Buffalo wings actually from Buffalo. I always heard like that was a. An urban myth, but you're telling me they're actually from Buffalo. Actually from Buffalo, okay. from um, what was once known the Anchor Bar. It's one of the most popular places to go there. But true Buffalonians know the Anchor Bar isn't the place to go. Now, do you like your buffalo wings hot? Like actual buffalo sauce, like the hot stuff? Yeah, I like a hot. I, I mean, whatever you're in the mood for. I don't like blazing super hot, but... Um, like Frank's you know, Red Hot? Kind of yeah, okay. yeah, we we put Frank's on everything up in that area. Um, cool. Buffalo wing dip and stuff is all made with Frank's. Um, the most important thing being from that area is you eat your wings with blue cheese, not ranch. That's how you can tell if we're from the area. I do I just plain, the, just plain with the sauce. Yeah. Okay. I'm not flats, much of a dipping kind of guy. Flats or drums? I eat either. I'm fine with either one. I guess drums, drums, because they have like more meat on them. Yeah, I like I like the drumsticks. Some people are prefer the flats. I don't know. I don't like I those can eat people. Them both can't trust and them. I don't discriminate. I'll eat them both. Can and I'll trust eat them to the bone. Choose flats. Oh yeah, of course you got to. Yeah, I like I have no problems with eating like chicken on the bone, and you know getting all the little bits of meat off of there. Ah, it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, let's so, them about buffalo. I'm sorry. They they have oh, yeah, pro no, teams no, no, no. in buffalo. They have the Bills. And mm-hmm. the, oh shit, hockey team, uh, not very much a yeah. hockey fan. Who, who's their hockey team? I know they have one. You, you, you don't know for real? You're trying to guess? I, or? I don't know for real. The Buffalo Sabres, the worst Sabres. team in hockey right now. Oh, Never okay. won a Stanley Cup ever. Okay. So that was a big difference between living in Louisville. We didn't have any pro teams. So it was a big college. So really like a big college state with uh, University of Louisville, University of Kentucky. Um, I'm a UK fan. Yeah, for sure. They uh, Buffalo also had a professional basketball team at one point. Get out of here! Oh, yeah. I guess I guess Kentucky did too. The Colonels. Well, the ABA. they were they were the Buffalo Braves, and they got bought out and moved to L.A. They're now the Clippers. Oh, cool! Yeah, fun that was fact. A nice little fun facts. <laughs> fun facts brought to you by Hogan and Yarnacks. Nice, yeah. Lots of travel. I've done a lot of travel in my time. Lived in Japan and stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll talk about that in future episodes and, you know, maybe share the wealth with some trivia. Yeah, I think we should talk about travel when we have our wives episode. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Talking to our wives about coming on and giving their perspective of the game and like what they think about it. And two people that know nothing about ever. She knows nothing. The only stuff she, what we tell them. Right. Exactly. And And they don't really care either. I'm sure your wife is similar to mine. So (laughs) yeah, she just said, you're doing that. Okay. I'm going to go watch TV. My wife plays, my wife says, you're going to go play your game. It's It's your game. You, yeah. It's got a name. Yeah. <laughs> or she says, what time are you rating? Oh. <laughs> Those are her two favorite things. What time are you rating? I remember, well, we're gonna, I want to enter because I want to save a lot of this for the podcast, but something just came to my mind. One, early on, she was like, can you just pause that and come over here? I'm like, uh, no, this, this game does not have a pause button. This is EverQuest. Oh, it man. It does not pause. So, I'm yeah, that'd be exciting. I'm going to... Uh, hopefully we can plan that out really well once uh, everybody's together and then we can figure all that out. Yeah, it'd be fun. Um, I guess to start off the episode with uh, some EverQuest stuff, I think we have a lot of names to go ahead and shout out today. Um, I, I logged in yesterday and you said, oh my God, check your parcels. Uh, we've Santa Claus came. And I was like, What? Yeah, Drew, I logged in Druish and I had 17 parcels, which was insane. But they were all from one one guy, one person, uh, Weezard. I like Weezard. Weezard, hey, thank Wizard. you so much. Yeah, uh, you hooked us up. I yeah. don't know who you are, where you're from. Jump in our Discord so we can, you know, thoroughly thank you because uh, yeah. it was amazing what you had done for us. Yeah, and we distributed then, all, that, um, all that goodies to everyone. Everyone got a little piece. Of I think every everything was an upgrade too. Lots of Kunzar stuff that went mm-hmm. on slow in and just great. How, uh, how much beef here did Pally get? Because I think oh, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we were we were hanging out and we were camping in the same spot that we did prior to you getting the parcels. And uh, yeah, it just I got like a I, deep water I, helm and deep water bracer, which is great. Uh, everything was noticeably really better too. I I, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. could tell myself. And so I just remember not having to heal as much and two goblins wasn't a big deal. Like before two goblins, it wasn't a big deal, but we had to like really keep on, keep an eye on things. But now with Pally, it was, it was no big deal. And we were blowing up those level 31s, no problem too. So Yep, just can't land a snare or root on them, but hey. A slow or we were anything. Them. <laughs> we were tanking them and killing them. Yeah, I, I killed one when you went AFK myself. I thought that was pretty impressive. Level thirty-one. Yeah. Oh shit! Good job. That is impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe you could just be the main tank, and I'll be the DPS. What uh, What do you think about my polling? You're doing great. Like so, in high keep, um, in the basement, there's like this small ramp, and it immediately dead ends to like a I guess a T junction, like we have left and right. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing you just like run by run halfway up the ring like you're getting the distance properly and you're like flopping right there and i just back up and you're you're splitting amazing like we haven't had any we haven't had any unrest incidents or anything i don't think while we're fighting we haven't had any deaths we had we did have a death oh my god are you gonna tell the story (laughs) i'm gonna tell the story okay go ahead you you lead into what you were doing and then i'll lead into what i was doing that caused the death (laughs) Okay, so Yarnex tells me, hey, get on. And I'm like, okay, so I'm getting on. And I assumed that he was already loaded up. Um, as I get on, though, I notice that uh, I'm the only one 
of the characters up and I'm on uh, flexing. And so I'm waiting to get slowing up and I was, I was going to investigate cause um, we're only killing so fast. So I haven't been able to, to get down too much further and, and investigate the next area. Right. I figured maybe we could invis and head down a little bit further, a little bit deeper, get a little bit more retcons for ourselves. But uh, nobody was on yet. I couldn't get my character on yet. I had to restart my laptop. So I was like, you know what I'll do? I'll just start pulling all the goblins up to the guards and I'll flop and I'll just have them clear the goblins for me. Yeah. And so just so everybody knows, the guards are about the same level as the goblins. There's a few guards like further away, like a captain and there's another guy. But most of them, they're like the same level. So they're not going to kill them right away. Right. Well... I didn't really plan for that either, but um, I so I go down there, I pull a goblin or two, they get killed, and still no sign of of Baronax's characters yet. So I'm like, okay, I'll go pull a couple more. And as I pull them, I get uh, probably about four or five, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I bring them up to the guards where uh, I thought was a safe place for the guards, and then I see the guards starting to die and then what happens and then i was just returning from rivervale from getting all the goodies that uh wizard sent us i <laughs> gate back to my buying spot by the bank it's the bank which should be pretty safe and i'm surrounded by goblins <laughs> and i'm like holy shit what's happening and i was like why is it here and he's like oh i didn't know that you were here and so he's like run druish run and so druish made a little mad dash around and died. I uh, I saw Druish load in, and I said, "Oh shit, Druish is gonna die! <laughs> Run, Druish!" <laughs> yeah, there's that lag where you can see somebody in the game, but like my computer hadn't finished loading; it's an older computer. And when I the screen came up, I was already at sixty percent health. So and then, was, yeah, the guy. The goblins had, or the goblins had just killed the guards too. So Jurish was out, the obvious next target. Yeah, and then obviously I couldn't just resurrect. I had to wait until it was all clear, and then just in for spite, I resurrected with uh, with Pally, just to, <laughs> just so I could use that zero percent res from the paladin. I don't know, but yeah, I mean things like that are my, what makes every request fun. I think. I mean, obviously dying is not fun, but. That's a yeah. funny story. She was she was ahead of everybody experience anyway, so it kind of leveled us out a little better. For sure, I think uh, Flexen is is the highest right now because he doesn't die because he feigns all the time. He feigns all the time, right? Yeah, I think we all. I don't know. Wait, almost all of us are twenty four. I think Slowen is still twenty three, like one or two kills away from twenty four, right? Or did we get it? Yeah. For you? Uh, maybe a kill away or two. I got so tired when we were doing that. I was barely. F- barely a, a human being at that point so you're just coming up with three night um 12 hour, three 12 hour shifts in a row right yeah and i had the training and uh i had a seclusion that day so uh yeah i was pretty fried yep but hey, um, we got a level anyway i some more shout outs i want to shout out papa wafer for getting the ghoul bane ghoul bane haven't had a chance to use it yet waiting for the right moment with the undead um, I've wanted that for so long on Pally. Ever since I made him, that was like a goal of mine. And thank you so and, much, Wafer. And you're going to need that for your epic anyways, right? Yeah. I mean, I, so, I think we'll just have one. You know, 
We'll have an extra, maybe. I think. Such uh, a cool item. And Wafer's just so cool about it, too. He said, you know, he's like, in East Commons, I said, hey, if you see a ghoul bane, let me know. And then he, I guess, sees a ghoul bane and just buys it for us. So, um, Parcel it right to Pally. That's so cool. That's so nice of him. Um, yeah. We got a couple, some feedback, too. Um, we got an email. One and only. Send us some more emails, people. I like them. Um, it's from somebody named Andrew. I'm not going to get the last name. Uh, says, just listen to the first episode. This was of almost a week ago. I like what you guys are doing. Looking forward to listening to the rest of the episodes. Andrew, hope you made it to this episode and you're still liking what you're hearing. Thank you for the feedback. It's appreciated. Yeah, welcome to the uh, podcast, Andrew. Uh, yeah, join Discord and say hi. We've got a, got a couple messages on Instagram. One from Snuck Norris, and I don't think I need to uh, Snuck reintroduce Norris, the Snuck. Um, I will shout out Snuck real quick, though. Uh, if you guys are looking at this podcast, you've probably seen that we've upgraded our artwork from um, Adobe Illustrator to uh, whatever Snuck used to make such a cool, cool fucking logo. An actual logo instead of a screenshot and some text. He uh, He basically said... Uh, I don't, uh, nothing to comment on your podcast, but your artwork is kind of shitty. I was like, yeah, yeah well, we're not paying to like. Yeah, we're a mediocre podcast. Mediocre podcast. And he was like, well, I'm a graphic designer. Let me do this for you. So if you do like our um, our new design and you are also thinking of maybe doing your own podcast or just need some graphic design work, I'm sure we could hook you up with Snuck Norris. Uh very cool guy, very friendly, and yeah. uh, didn't didn't I now I'm, haven't been browsing Discord lately. Did Snuck say he was creating a character on Mangler? He made Did a character on that? Mangler. He made a rogue actually. Like he was like, "What class was he needed?" And I was like, "Oddly enough, we could use another rogue in the guild." So Pokin's the only one I think actively playing, right? Yeah, PJ should be back soon, but yeah, we could use another. Yeah, he would fit right in with the the rogue crew, I think. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, I remember when you started uh, Polly and you were there and I, I reached out to you personally and I was like, hey, this is how we do things if you're a rogue. Yeah. And you're like, that makes total sense. And I'm totally down. And, oh, if, we had a good you time. know, and it was nice that you were understanding. And I mean, we haven't come across many rogues that weren't understanding on how we kind of did things. So it was really nice. I don't. I wouldn't say it was collusion, my friend, but collusion. No, we just like we looked out for each other. We were like, "Hey, I saw this item going for this amount. I saw this drop. You need to get this drop. Like, let's work together. Like, I already have it, but let's you know team up and get this done." Like, we looked out for each other a lot. We were in plenty of time, and I I can't raid on Tuesdays. Um, always at work on Tuesdays, and the plane of time. Um, Phase three dagger was one of the better drops at the time. Yeah. And so I told you guys, I said, hey, uh, I will not be available for those raids. So if those draggers, daggers drop, they're all yours. You're not going to have any competition from me. Right. That's the case, though. I would like to get the Fen and Row dagger to have my offhand until I get, uh, you know, uh, the what the the one from Interac and Plane of Time, right? Didn't you get it for like twenty five? Yeah, 21? I mean, you guys, you guys made me pay for it, but it, you know, yeah. like it wasn't free. But 
there was no, there was no like, no, I want the Fen and Road dagger and I'm going to bid you up and I'm going to make sure that you have to pay whatever I want to pay for it. No, no, no. There yeah. was a nice understanding that like we all work together. We all have the same needs and there's no reason for me to make you pay a hundred because I'm just making you waste your money and I want you to be a better person. So, yeah, really like I'm trying to think of any instances and in pals. Um, but even if there were, I probably wouldn't bring it up where like class specific items go for exuberant amounts of DKP. And, and for me, it just seems so wasteful. It's like, Hey, we're all on the same team. We're all like say warriors, for instance, um, like, uh, the Brutus blade of balance. You should just get together and be like, Hey, who needs it the most? Like who doesn't have a good aggro weapon or, you know, who has the worst item in this slot and just give it to them, you know, cause you're only as good as like the the weakest person because if you have like three or four warriors and you're doing a rotation and warrior number three has shitty gear because maybe they can't make it to every race so they don't have as much DKP and they're not getting the good items and they die, then the whole race is going to wipe. So you just got to like teamwork <laughs> and make everyone, make everyone good. Well, that's the thing I like about pals is I think it's not just the rogues that do that. I think yeah. most of the classes, uh, apart from maybe a couple of the new people in there, they know right. that pals is all about being friends. Pals is about, you know, making sure that everybody's having a good time. So, right. Yeah. I think about something that's like a 40 hit point upgrade for me in like five AC versus the other guy might be a hundred hit point upgrade and a 20 AC upgrade. Well, it's going to benefit the guild more if the other person gets it than if I get it. So, for sure. Yeah. And stuff's going for really cheap right now. We still got three weeks left on, Serpent's fine, and we're starting to gear up boxes. It's right. If you want to get in pals, it's a damn good time to do so. Yeah, Dracoco's getting drops now, and he's got yeah. his first of his rank three spells. So, um, I mean, I can only imagine how many uh, boxes are going to start getting the uh, the gear and stuff. The uh, I want I want to say planar gear, but that's not what it is. The tier two, it's tier raid, one armor, the raid yeah. gear, yeah. It's it's the best gear available in Serpent Spine for the visible swaps. That's going for boxes pretty cheap. I got a uh, I got another message on Instagram from Evan T Blue. Evan he T. said, "Yeah, he said, hey, just started on Thornblade. Feel free to hook a brother up, and that he's uh, playing a monk." I uh, I had to I had to tell him that uh, there's there would be no hooking up because <laughs> we don't have much we don't have much to hook up we're trying to split time between the two servers so uh yeah uh, there's there's that but he said it's uh it's his first time playing again he's been a long time since he started uh since he last played and that he was listening to the podcast and he was enjoying it so welcome back to the game evan t blue i hope welcome you're back. having fun yeah, hope you're having fun discord, on maybe, maybe you can group it sometime uh hit us up on discord and, you know, depending on your level, we could always use the extra DPS. For sure. And we're getting Did close you, to uh, Snook, Snook Norris's level, like where we can get yeah, with him and get his amazing DPS. He, 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 yeah. he just he just passed us. It was so crazy. He did. It, he, Slow down, Snook. Slow your ass down there. Um, You were in game today, weren't you? While I was, I was. at training? Yep. I did some shopping. Um, okay. Tell me about that. We've been killing in high keep in different places, and we haven't gotten any like 
items to drop, but we've got a lot of vendor trash. And I've been saving up every nickel and dime, and we had about 650 plat. So I sent um, Pally over to uh, go purchase some stuff and saw that um, I wanted, well, let's see what I see. I wanted to upgrade my weapon maybe on Pally to do a little more DPS. And I looked in like best in slot for Kunark and I saw the charred guardian shield. And then there's a resource, which, oh man, I forgot, I took it away. Where you can look at the auctions and like how much items are going for mm -hmm. on uh, Thornblade and Mischief. And I saw they were going for like 200. That was a few days ago. And so I just said, hey, can I buy it for 100 plat charred guardian shield? And so instantly, like within five seconds, I was like, sure, meet you at Shady. And I got me a charred guardian shield, 25 AC, 50 hit points. Very nice. And then I also got a Sword of Mourning for 100 plat. That's the What's one. What's that? that what, yeah, I was going to say, I'm not familiar with Sword of Mourning. Yeah, Sword of Mourning, it's got like a 0.65 ratio. So it's a really good ratio. One hand sword for Paladin only. And I think it's like 46 or 50 approxa stun. So that's going to be pretty amazing for aggro later on. And it's not bad for aggro now, just because there's more damage. But, um, and then, I mean, I haven't shown you this in-game yet, but I also got you a um, Barbarian Fishing Spear, I think it's called. It's like... Barbarian Fishing Spear, It's huh? like five wisdom and, you know, some attack. Sword of the Morning, I'm looking. Hang on a second. Sword yeah. of the Morning, I'm looking. Tishan's class. That's the stun. Paladin only, huh? Yeah. No, no wonder. Wait, how much did you get it for? 100. 100. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. Um, it doesn't proc to level 50, but that's not a big deal. No, it's nice. And also 10 dexterity on it, I think, too, right? Uh, I'm looking at it. Hang on. Yeah, 10 dex. Yeah, I'm going to throw that. Oh, um, it looks cool, too. It's got a cool uh, little graphic on it. Yeah, I like it. So I'm hey, that's cool. It, oh, the hero fan. That's probably the hero fan's crappy uh, drop. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's why it's so, so cheap. Everybody's in there trying to get the hero fan cloak, and they're they got the uh, sword of morning instead. Yeah, and also when I logged in today, um, you know, you log in, you can see how many people from your approximate how many people in your class are on by looking at the class channel. There uh -huh. were twelve paladins on. Twelve paladins. Twelve. That's not paladins. a lot. Not a lot. That's why I picked paladin. Because I knew this kind of thing would ha happen where there's not many paladins on there and there's going to be so much paladin loot that could be traded and it's going to be rotting and just be handed out. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, what's the name of that barbarian thing that you got? It might be like barbarian's fishing spear or hunting spear. Barbarian something spear. It's like five wisdom and it's a one hand piercing. Oh, the hunting spear. And that comes from an injured polar bear in permafrost keep. Five wow. wisdom, ten mana, ten thirty-three shaman only. But you, you know get with, that for like a nickel. I think I paid uh, twenty plat for it. Mm. That's yeah. not bad. Fender trash. Yeah. But that's all I got. But that's also a nice little. Um, I met somebody when I was selling that. So I went to sell it. Somebody sent me a tell and said, I mean, I went to buy it. I'm sorry. I went to buy it. Somebody sent me a tell and said, I'll buy, you know, I'll sell it to you for 20 plat. And then I get a trade window from somebody else. And the somebody else's name was Quit EverQuest. And I know we talked about this person uh, off the podcast, 
Do you remember who the quit ever person quit everquest person was? Yeah, but I want to keep the suspense real quick. I want you to tell me why they opened up their trade window. That's because he wanted to sell me the barbarian spear. And oh, so like, he was the one selling it? He was somebody else that was selling it. Oh. And so okay. I just canceled the trade and you'd be like, sorry, I already got a tell for it. <laughs> Later and then I saw the name, I was like, I know who you are. Yeah. So who so tell everybody who it is. That was Ion Ion Blaze Gaming. He has a Aionic. YouTube channel. on yep. He has a YouTube channel where he does um, a lot of information about bards. He's uh, plays a bard on Mangler, and he also uh, gives strats and you know a lot more professional than we are. Believe me. He's yeah. Bad. If you if you like EverQuest content, he has EverQuest content. Yeah. Like before we started the podcast, uh, I was watching his videos. You know, learning about the mischief server, like how it's going to work, and. You know, he also shows like, you know, spots to camp and, you know, break stuff down really nice. So he, he does have, out. he does have a lot of, uh, bard content cause that's what he was playing on Mangler. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think we'll have him come on and talk about bards. Yeah. And obviously probably, you know, many other things. I have probably a ton of questions for him, so Oh god, that could be a two-hour-long podcast. I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> and bards, I'm going to have to get a class. I know, and like where we're at right now, where now bards are doing like max DPS on everything with their spells, and yeah, it's just impressive what they can do. So I'm excited. And he Me said too. he would be on, right? So yeah, we'll just have to figure out a time when we can all get together. And uh, you know, I think we'll do that. Maybe not for every class, but just eventually we might get to every class. But um, if we have a lot of people in the guild that I want to pick their brains about, mm-hmm. we have a lot of really nice players on on Mangler that uh, I'm interested in and in bringing them in and talking to them. So yeah, I mean we're a little more biased towards them. Uh, we have some amazing bards in our guild, um, but we couldn't pass up the opportunity to talk with uh, you know a fellow. Sp- like a streamer or a fellow uh, EverQuest content, content creator. Content, content creator, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that well, was that's... funny that I I uh, dis- dissed his 20 plat. I was like, I don't want your spear. And then I was like, oh, shit, I don't know that guy. I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, talking about Thornblade real quick, and I don't know if it's happening specifically on Thornblade, but I heard that Chrono is now 15k on uh, Mischief. I think and it's higher than that. Has it gone up even more? Yeah, I think I saw it selling for like 17k today. So, wow. So, I think 15k for Chrono on Mischief, or I'm sorry, on Mangler, uh, I don't think that happened until late valleyus going into luckland wow and i think it went up to like 30k per chrono at that point but the do you know why that the the market has gone up so so crazy i I mean it must be a reflection of the free trade option you know the free trade um going on i think but i'll stop you there because I, i was on the 
I was on the forums and then I was also in another discord chat. Um, and there was a lot of talk about plat being duplicated. Yeah. Now, um, nothing's against it really. Cause if I knew how to do it, mm. well, no, like that's still like game breaking. If you're it, it is, like, it is game breaking, but I mean, like, some people are are obviously doing it to the extent where they're duping money and they're being Jeffrey Bezos of of the mischief server, yeah, and just buying yachts and stuff for whatever they want. <laughs> right. I I think I think for you and me, I mean, obviously you you sounded like you wouldn't do that, but no, uh, I wouldn't do that. I would. Uh, I I think I would consider you know making a. I, a I, would, I would let you do something. it. Buy me something, but no. right. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I would, I think I would do like uh, you know a thousand planet and make sure that I had some of the just odd, unique, right. random things that are just time sinks and extra money. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dupe my money so much that I would uh, be able to max out tailoring or. <laughs> right. I but, just saw uh, like some items were going for so many chrono. Like they're good items. Like um, there was this bow staff. Um, it had a like, name to it. It was a monk-only weapon. You probably might know what you might know what it is. Uh, it had like a weird last name to it, but it was like bow staff of weird name, and it had okay. uh, it had a delay over one, so that makes it it's a two-hand weapon, but it mm -hmm. had a delay over one, so that makes it really nice. It was going for eight chrono. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, people like so. That's the thing. Chrono is. How do I say this? Chrono is nice, um, but you basically bring in real money transfers into right. the equation. Right. And RMT ends up being a little bit game-breaking, right? So um, I get somebody am... Somebody that's a, a lawyer makes $300,000, $400,000 a year. What's They're... 500 bucks to them? Right, exactly. But... And, and that's that's what happens, and that's what happens in the game. And then you have Chrono farmers, and you know they had that big issue with China and Korea doing um, lots of Chrono farming and stuff. Right. So, I mean, I like the thoughts of having Chrono. You know, I can. I do too. But I also come from a, and this is not a brag or anything, but I I can I can spend a hundred dollars on five Chrono if I wanted to. You know. Right. Um, and it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt me to like increase that on the game. So <clears throat> I think uh, I think the duping obviously that's an issue, but uh, it, I, it it's it's clearly breaking the servers. I think that's the biggest problem. Yeah, I like the idea. Like WoW does it a little different. World of Warcraft does it different. Where no, I never played WoW. So yeah, go ahead and explain that to me. Yeah, they have WoW tokens. And you never actually possess a WoW token. You can either you can either buy it, or you can you can buy it with dollars, and then go in the game and then redeem it at a vendor, not a player, at a vendor for the market value. And it'll just be like cha-ching, you got it. Or maybe even just log in and you get the gold. Or you can have the amount of gold and buy it at a vendor. Um, and and get it there. 
it's been it's been probably about two years I've done this. Maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I like that idea better because it no longer has any value for items. It's only value to make platinum. And yes, go ahead. Do people uh, just trade gold at that point? Then hey, I'll give you uh, a token for five hundred gold or whatever the case is. You can't really you can't really do that. You can't give somebody a token. As far as I remember, like it, I don't think it was like an actual item that you could transfer to another person. You could only redeem it in the server, and it was it's. it's What's kind I'm of saying? Like, so you go to the vendor, you get your five hundred gold, and then you're just trading gold around, right? Yes. So. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Then you buy whatever you want to from other people with gold for trade. Um, but it's kind of like a Dogecoin. It has no real value. It's only mm. it's driven by the market value. And the players don't control that. It's controlled by an algorithm um, by each individual server. And like, if more people, if more people buy the tokens, then the, the gold price goes down. Fewer people buy the tokens, and the gold price goes up. And then just kind of balances there. Right. Do you uh, do you think that Daybreak should be doing more to find the, the dupers? Do the you know, deal with the chrono market and stuff that's in game, or do you think the players handle it well enough on their own? It doesn't bother me personally. Like, um, you know, one, we don't raid on Thornblade. If we were raiding on Thornblade, like we do on Mangler, it's not an issue. Like when we raid, raid on Mangler, I have no need to buy anything with chrono. If I want something, I go and get it. So obviously being on the forums, I'm, I'm, I'm reading what people are thinking and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're talking about like, they're basically stealing from daybreak. Uh, a quote here is they're openly mocking how pathetic of a company daybreak is <laughs> on a private, <laughs> on, oh. in private RMT forums. And, uh, you know, I don't, okay. So it's, it's not, is it daybreak? It's dark Paul games. Dark Paul right. games now. Yeah. Um, and then they're owned by a new company, E4, E5, or something like that. But um, I don't, I've never personally run into an issue where Daybreak or Dark Paul or even earlier where I wasn't treated respectfully when right. trying to have a claim or something. And uh, I think some people just um, are pretty diva about it, you know? Right, especially when you get to forums, people take on a whole different persona when they're posting in forums. I found, <laughs> you know, people get really opinionated in the forums. So the problem is, I think. So this is how it was on in Fires of Heaven too. Is that the big guild is the one that figures this stuff out, right? Right. So you've learned how to to break the game before anybody else does. Um, yeah, I don't like the whole platinum duplicating thing and that's an exploit on mischief it would be zade's guild that probably is figuring this out yeah and i listened recently to a podcast that had zade on it that he openly admitted that he tells the gms i guess he has some friends probably uh developers or whatever that uh he lets them know like hey um, this is what we're doing and I'm going to do this until you fix it or stop me. Right. And so he's like openly honest about, I guess, you know, whatever exploits they're going to use. Right. But, um, yeah, when, when the market gets messed up, I mean, obviously the market's gonna, I've never seen the market crash on, 
on one of the servers. So I think it just hurts the the casual player a little bit more. We've seen some big dips. You know, think about on Mangler. Yeah, were going for like 90k, and then they just dipped for some reason down to 65 or 60k. Uh, believe me, I bought. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm. I think I missed out on there because they were at 120. I think I bought for 80 or 90 or 70. Yeah, <laughs> I missed. I missed just a little bit. So yeah, and but, I feel like the you... market will correct itself, uh, given enough time. Yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe like so much influx comes in that people just start giving like items away because they're not worth any right. monetary value at that point. So things right. are going to go for cheaper and then people are going to hoard less. So, um, yeah, but there was some, there was some complaints on the server for that. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. Now there's a question here that I was going to ask you. Um, I know we're jumping around a little bit, but stay with um, us, folks. It's a rough <laughs> ride. It, it, I mean, we finished a topic, so now I'm going to yeah. go on to another topic. Okay. Um, so I, I like how you're coming in with topics. I like it. Oh yeah, I'm trying to be prepared. You know, yeah. actually, I just you and I talk a lot, but we don't. I'm not saying that our our conversations don't have any substance. Um, I'm just saying we're just bullshit most of the time, but I like right. to pick your brain. I, I feel like, uh, I appreciate your, your, your insight sometimes. So yeah, I don't give you a bullshit answer. I actually, you know, think about the question and give you like a true hard answer. So the next couple of expansions on mischief and Thornblade are Velius, which everybody seems to love. Yes. And then Lucklin, which oh, yeah. creates a little bit, easier travel for everybody and i i really enjoy luckland myself that's a great you get the bazaar um the nexus group buffs you know everybody's having a good time right yeah i like luckland it's good stuff yeah aaas and stuff right then you get planes of power and yeah. uh that's i think there's favorite. a lot of people's favorites lots of people's favorites but at the same time as planes of power lost dungeons of the north comes out same time. And I think that is the first uh how do I say oh, this politely? Nice. That's no, that's the first um expansion or unlock that people don't really care for. Yeah, it blows. <laughs> I mean there there's some good stuff there. Like there are but the only reason it's like not good content, it's just a few select good items that you might need. Mostly There's a lot of augs and That's yeah, brilliant. and you and I did many of the Aldon raids, and they're just yeah. long and and buggy. You don't know why and, you're doing them? They're not anything unique. Like there's no cool, you know, boss at the end. Like there's no lore to it. The group re the group reward for doing so many Eldons, you need like what five hundred or three hundred and fifty or something crazy like it's that. It's like four hundred something. It's like four hundred and yeah, mid four hundreds, and people have done it. <laughs> people have done that, but and it's it's a good, it's a a charm. It's a no, it's a charm augment. Mm -hmm. You know, you get your charm. Your first charm is going to be in planes of power, mm -hmm. and then you get this augment, and it's like ten AC, hundred hit points, hundred mana, hundred endurance. It's great, especially for the era that it's in. But especially if it's at the same time as planes of power, who's going to have fucking have the time to do that? 
there's going to be people, but the average person is not going to bother with it. The only reason so, people did it before was because that's all you had to do after you finished Planes Power. For six months or whatever until the next uh, expansion came out, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Montag on the forums asked, how do we make LDON, Lost Under the North, more popular? And I, I thought you to myself, dead air. <laughs> like that. I thought tough. to myself, that is a, that's a good question because yeah. obviously that is like the first, first expansion that people are going to get to be like, all right, time to put a request down again. Well, you want to keep people, right? Right. So how, how do you, how do you make it better? You got to make the rewards worth doing. Like you got to make the, the reward uh, be good enough for the time spent to get them. Um, so, so I the very first thing Montag said was dramatically increase points award point awards like by ten okay yeah. ten times right um, and, he says he also would consider making points rewarded for raids because you don't get shit for the raids other than the the drops all right yeah you do that back in like in Dragons and North you actually get something for the raids not much you get some crystals and you get a turn in right. Yeah, yeah. It's not, again, that's one of your least favorite expansions. Um, uh, to me, they're they're very similar. Uh, I But I do think, I'm uh, slightly off topic, but I think Dragons of Norath did a little bit better than Lost Engines of Norath. Not much better, but a little better. Somebody said that they should move the the adventures into their own like task system, like the tasks and the DCs that we have. Instead of having to run around, I think a lot of the the downside is having to go from camp to camp to camp, and then, um, okay, you're in uh, Everfrost, you have to run over all the way over here, or all the way over there, or all the way over there for the oh. entrance. Eh, that's not a big deal to me. I mean, no. It takes all of a minute to get there. I know the South Row when you do have to zone, mm-hmm. but even still, really, that doesn't make it. Like that's not the reason people are doing them. I think. How about uh, cut the reward adventures needed to max the adventure stone in half? Yes, half. That's, I was going to mention that. That's perfect, I think. You know, you don't, you don't want to make the adventure stone better, so I think it would be too OP, and then you wouldn't replace it for a very long time. But I think by cutting it in half, then people it's more approachable to people. Or you could just make it cost some exuberant amount of points, and then you get it that way. Instead of having, like, X amount of adventures... Just make it a high amount of points. And if you don't want to buy any of the other bullshit, which sucks anyway, then you could buy the, the augment. I think that's the problem too. There's only like a couple things you want to buy from the vendors. So you can go do 10 adventures and then you're done. Yep. Unless you're focused on doing the adventures to get your adventure stone up. You, you don't have to spend your points and the points aren't even tradable. So they just sit on your character and they're just pointless. And right. they can't even be spent at different vendors you have to do all everfrost to spend it at everfrost but you know what the everfrost ones suck i'm sorry i'll tell you what now um people are going to be able to trade these augments so you know consider oh, that on, yeah on thornblade do you think so oh man i, I wonder because i can be trade i can trade the wolf and night fragment mm-hmm. so like that's supposed to be no drop so wow. i don't see why these augs wouldn't be tradable you know imagine selling anger aug for you know five chrono 
don't have to do all the farming. I'm just going to give it to you for five chrono. That's interesting. A lot of people would jump on that. Is there uh, is there anything else that you would do to maybe make Eldon more fun? I don't know. Give, give us I a feel, it's just so grindy to me, you know. Give like, us a lore reason for being in there in the first place. Like in the Mismore catacombs, you know, the catacombs throw Mismore in there a little bit or something. I don't know. Make it make it something memorable. Like, can you actually remember any of the Eldon raids that you did? Like, why you were there? Like, what mobs you fought? The only one, no, I, I can remember the events. I can't remember their names. Like, I can't remember their importance. Right. Like, they're one, the one, I'm pretty sure it is Mistmore, the one that I needed to get the rogue uh, gloves right. from. You have to kill that, that, that vampire guy, like, twice. He, like, dies, and then another one spawns or whatever. Yeah. And I then mean, I remember the Everfrost one for the Rogue Epic, but that's all the only ones that I really remember. Yeah, look back to like Temple of Ishan. Like you could probably name a couple of dragons from there. Maybe I don't know. Maybe all of them. I don't know. And, yeah, Hosh- Hoshkar, that fucking asshole. Yeah, and then like go to like Vexthal, Atenhara, or uh, Shizra Temple. Like you, you know these places because they were designed in a way to be memorable, whereas the Aldons were designed in a way to be forgotten. <laughs> You know, they were just yeah. copies of the group content. Yeah, that that's so true. And uh, obviously, Eldons are, you know, you're just waiting for the next expansion, Gates of Discord, to come out. So, or well, there's another L- one jammed in there. Loy, yeah, which is another doo doo no expansion. Like yeah, I don't you, understand it. They throw Interrock in there on that expansion. You're like, what the hell is Interrock? Such a waste doing of Interrock. But I mean, the expansion is good. You get Drogmores, which were way cooler than the horses, and uh, there's a lot of really nice zones like Gunthak and Dulag's Harbor. Do a lot of camping there, get some levels. It's good for like newer players or mid mid range players. But at that sure. point, especially in on TLP, at that point, you don't have many of those. Um, you get all. Yeah, they, I guess. they kind of just stick them in there. I I was down there doing the uh, um, the Traveler's Compass and. Yeah, I missed a zone, and I was like, oh, crap. I don't even know where this zone is. Yeah, but yeah, Gates of Discord is going to be cool. I'm looking forward to that one day. Um, yeah, I, I really like, I know, I, I really like that uh, expansion. It's really tough. Um, you got to get your shit together, get it right, or else you're going to wipe. Um, For sure. I remember pals being on Gates of Discord, and we had trouble a few times. And then you remember... <laughs> When I was on uh, Bali, we walked into uh, Anguish and cleared it completely the first time. And yeah, I was you were like, like I'm, done. My, I'm done. I'm done. Like, I put my my hands to my face and we're like, you know, why? Why did you take away the challenge? But, uh, but we're having fun now. I think right now it's a good balance of progressing forward and the challenge. I'm having fun with it. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm excited for tonight. You know, we do the split raids on Fridays, so that should be fun. If I don't yeah, get yeah. called into work, so yeah, that'd be nice. Um, how how far in are we here? Go ahead and tell me. A little bit over fifty minutes. Fifty minutes, cool. So I have another couple of questions for you. Okay. And I it's like trivia. Questions. I know. I know. I'm, I'm wearing my pajama pants and a t-shirt. <laughs> this is how prepared I am. So I, I'm going to ask you some like uh, some like trivia questions. Okay. 
couple of them. Have request trivia questions? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. These were these were out. Just I didn't know there were trivia questions on Buffalo or something. I didn't know. <laughs> um, no, this is just like a little ten question quiz that somebody put on there. Ten, and ten a, questions. Yeah, well, I mean, I won't ask you all of them. Some of them are pretty easy. But okay, let's, let's just go. It looks like some people made some EverQuest uh, trivia quizzes, and I figured I'd ask. So, um, do you remember what the cap was at launch? That's probably pretty easy. The level cap? Yep. 50. Yeah, that's easy. What? And then Kunark raised it up to? 60. And then when's the next uh, increase after that? Planes of power. See, you know your stuff. I know a few things. <laughs> Are they going to get harder <laughs> as we go along? I like uh, these. These are maybe. nice. Maybe. Okay. So uh, among the most active gods in the lore of EverQuest, one was Brel Cyrillus, right? Yep. You know Brel? I know of him. I don't know him personally. We get to kill Brel in the underfoot, I do believe. Is it him or an avatar? I believe it's him. That's insane. Okay. Uh, giant candles on his head or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, okay. But do you know which playable races, the two that he created? Dwarves and gnomes. Dwarves and gnomes. Very good. I'm not cheating, by the way. Um, there's much competition for the primary primacy among Brel's various children, leading to bitter conflicts among them. Some of uh, uh, Brel's other uh, other creations were the kobolds and the goblins and the gnolls. So and the gnolls. Yep. I knew he made gnolls. I forgot about kobolds. Um, do you know who made the trolls and ogres? Uh, Ralosek. Mm-hmm. And Halfling he led them into the plane of Earth, and they got defeated by, which happened to a lot of guilds, got defeated by the Wraith Council. Wraith Council, yeah. They couldn't manage that event. Halflings were the offspring of? I would imagine Bristlebane. Yep, got a mischief. And Barbarians thought, when, you, were when the... you said... Uh, were the, what do you say, offspring of? I was thinking there were two gods. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh no. Okay. Bristlebane, uh, Bristlebane. Yes. Is, a, is a self-lover, apparently. I guess so. <laughs> so and barbarians. Bar yeah. I mean, okay. So, like, I know they worship the tribunal, mostly. but The god of justice and honor. Does that help out at all? Justice and honor. Nathaniel Marr? Nathaniel Marr. And... May I say, Macho Man Randy Savage or Macho Man Nathaniel Marr in uh, Oh yeah, man, it, his character model in the planes is just yeah, my favorite. I love favorite. fighting the planes of power, fighting the gods, and seeing how large they are. It is the scale. I loved it. Nathaniel Marr is my favorite character model, though. I only rated him a couple of times, but yeah, what are you talking about? He doesn't get Beard. enough justice. I don't know why he he yeah. Well, he looks like Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. That's why I said. <laughs> yeah. I so agree. Uh, okay. there is uh says the various elves of Norath derive yes. their creation from the work of two gods who hate each other, and bitterly feuded over the elves. Which two gods were those? Um, hated each other. Mm -hmm. Elves, the Takashi's elves. Um, I don't think Tunari was involved in this, was she? 
Tunar, yeah, she's the first and one. And Inaruk? And Inaruk. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It says all these gods had bitter conflicts with each other, but Tunar and Inaruk over the elves, um, she refined the high elves and wood elves, and Inaruk created... The dark elves. She, she kidnapped two high elves, kept them in prison, tortured and corrupted them, and they became dark elves. And th- those were like the Takashiz elves. There was like a king and a queen that got um, captured, right? I believe I believe so. Yeah, so I watch um, some of these lore videos. I don't I don't intend to make any of them, but I watch them. One of my favorite uh stories is the story of Kithakor Forest, where uh Firiona Vey and um Lannis to Bill. Lannis, which is Something? the daughter of uh Inarak. So like um Firiona and Lannis were fighting each other in Kithakor, and it was the bloody battle of Kithakor, and the people retreated over into High Keep, and I guess like Lannis was losing or something along those lines, and Inarak had to come down and and intervene, and then I think maybe Tunar came in and intervened as well, but um, I think that's just like a cool story. There's no, it's no wonder, you know it. Kithagor Forest is such a dangerous zone because yeah, it is dangerous. And, I was there today, and the general, the general that you kill for the rogue epic, mm-hmm. is the general of Lannis Tavil's army. Oh, okay, interesting, and that's why you kill Lannis later on for the uh, two point Gotcha. So there were three continents in EverQuest: uh, Classic, Fadeware, Antonica, and Otis. Right. Yes. That's right. Between them, there were two oceans. Do you know the name of the two oceans? Uh, oceans of Tears and Urid's Crossing. I think you're cheating. No, this is this is all me, buddy. You got it stacked away with all those uh, root cell uh, knowledge, huh? <laughs> well, let me tell you about the ground tissue. <laughs> um, let me see. Go through and pick out the hardest one. Uh, there. I didn't think they were all that hard. No, they're not that. Hard. Um, no, but I just thought they would be fun to ask. They are. The um, conversation. Let's see. The end game of EverQuest Classic describes the activities of players who had reached max level. Well, much of the end game is involved raid and raids in high level zones involving many groups and players. There are also single group zones for end game players. Which of the following was not a single group zone and there was a uh, uh, permafrost single group and there was uh solusec b single group and then there was unrest and that was the that was oh. the answer for that so it, it, they they asked it really weird where they're basically saying like solusec and permafrost they had homes of the dragons, which were raid monsters. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I thought that was a dumb question. Yeah, so, I was like, those are single group zones. I thought they were going to say, like, you know, Plane of Fear. I'm like, that's a raid zone. From the, from the very beginning of EverQuest, um, which type of giant did not appear until Ruins of Kunark? Um, that would be the forest giant. Forest giants, correct. Yeah, we have sand, fire, ice, hill. Uh, I guess frost giants don't come around until... Uh, frost giants are... Yeah, and those are supposed to be the smartest 
or the most intelligent. Yeah, you know, uh, there's some lore behind that, and I'll have to maybe find it and send you the video. But there was the, um, <laughs> the one about like how the giants and the orcs and stuff got separated. From... Yeah, it was after the battle with Rattlesack into the plane of Earth, and it fucking might actually be on. You know, um, I am Blaze Gaming that did this, um, but I have to look back. But it's like storm giants are the ones in Kale. There's storm giants, there's also frost giants in Kale. And there's also the story, I know um, Zade God does a cool little story about Velkator, the sorcerer, and how he got banished. Uh, you should watch that. It's pretty cool. A lot of it's kind of theory crafting because based on item names and lore that's down with on, within items and descriptions of items. You should check that out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of really nice lore masters on uh, on um, YouTube that have like a, a couple of great videos. But I know like to make quality YouTube content, like it takes quite a bit to like do editing and and yeah. put your videos together. So there's they're few and far between, but you got to motivate those people to keep making videos or they'll yeah. stop. So <laughs> like comment um, and subscribe and, on their videos. And uh, obviously, EverQuest is uh, maybe a niche kind of um oddity for making videos so right. you, you might not get a hundred thousand views on an request video so these people are making them out of the kindness of their heart so yeah they just like the subject i mean like us like we just we like to talk about this stuff so why not hit the record button not on us so you don't want to listen to us more than once do you do i want to no i don't listen to us over and over again well, good. I don't want you to listen to us more than once. <laughs> I listen to you once right now, and then I'm good. The, I, share, um, I share our conversations. Do you remember, you know what my favorite uh, fact about EverQuest is? The the biggest zone. Do you remember that? That is Timurius Deep. It is, is right? not no. ice clad ocean. Damn it, ice clad ocean. Yeah, no, yeah. Deep's like right up there, but it's ice clad ocean. Yeah. So I don't remember where I saw this at, but um, they had talked about like the biggest zone based off of whatever knowledge that they have. And right. the biggest zone was uh, ice clad ocean. And I don't know if it's gotten bigger over the times, but I think right now it still might be the biggest zone in the game. And that is a testament to all the Kunark and Velius zones that they put mm -hmm. out that are just take forever to run across. So, yep. Now, there's a video out there that shows all the zones through quite a few expansions. And you can see that um, in later expansions, they just don't put forth like zones of that size. It would be really odd to all of a sudden have a zone of that size. Because, um, yeah, you should look into it. Um, maybe we'll we find it. We throw a link on Discord or something. Interesting. So you have anything else you want to talk about? I'm done with my trivia questions. No, how to do? I think I got a passing grade. Yeah, I would say uh, you can get your doctorate with that. I could be doctorate of EverQuest. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, you have a dual doctorate. <laughs> All right. We'll see about that. Um, no, I'm just looking forward to um, getting more levels on Thornblade and really seeing the full potential of that group. Um you know, we're getting some gear now, especially on Pally. It's, it's really easy to get it for the Paladin, um, just because nobody plays a Paladin. Oh, and do then, you want to tell them what you asked? What you asked me? What I asked you? You have to tell I'm me going, one more than that. I'm going. I'm going shopping 
Is there anything that Flexum wants? Oh yeah, and you're like, uh, what was what was the thing you wanted? Like a tranquil <laughs> staff. I said a tea staff and a fungi tunic, please. Yeah, tea staff and fungi tunic. Yeah, no problem. I think the tranquil staffs are like four chrono, and uh, fungi tunics. I didn't even see one for sale. So. Yeah, they're probably going for ten chrono right now or something ridiculous. Yeah. So. I don't even know if they're getting for sale right now. I think they're getting like gobbled up. I see people. I saw somebody trying to buy one, like wanting to buy a fungi tuner for one chrono, and I was like, "Good fucking luck." Jesus, no. Yeah, it's not happening. But yeah, chronos are going up. Um, so many items for sale, which is great, I think. So you know, even if you didn't start during Classic, you can start during Kunark and Velius and you know catch up really easily and be ready for. I think the big expansion to me is Luckland with the AAs. And just like for me, raiding in Luckland is a lot more involved than it was in Velius. I can't wait to get all the free shit from the bazaar. Oh my god, the bazaar is gonna be insane. If you use like one plat or one gold or one copper, because they just don't want it anymore. Oh man, it's gonna be great. Yeah. I mean we might have to have a trader ourselves. What should we name our trader? Ever trade? No. Trading. Trading. Like oh, it. I gotta, I gotta reserve that. I'm gonna reserve it before I publish this. Someone takes trading. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Man, we're, yeah, we're gonna. Have, that's so awesome. Yeah. So I thought, uh, what a great idea. Um, hopefully, um, I know we kind of came into this podcast with like no uh, direction, but I hopefully I, I held up my end of the the podcast. I, I don't want to. I don't want to limp through it, you know. I had to bring a couple things to the table. Oh no, I appreciate that. You know, how yeah. how do you how do you like going through the forum stuff? Some of the questions and stuff that pop up there. I think that's that's the community, you know. And I like to to get the community's thoughts on this stuff too. So, no, I, I like that. Um, I like you know people were coming up with these kind of trivia stuff. I, I like that atmosphere. It just I stay away from the forums because often it's just a way to people complain and bitch and moan and, and the so forum I, the forums are funny when somebody that that plat duping article uh-huh. um the first like five or ten posts on there the replies to the the person doing the the or that brought up the duping yeah uh, <laughs> all the replies are like i'm not reading this why'd you write it in all these different fonts like <laughs> okay they they they're like uh, his text size seems like he's overcompensating for something. Maybe he's a halfling. <laughs> hey, nobody want nobody was uh, like adding to the like the conversation. They right. were just like, look at this asshole here. So I think uh, yeah, I like to read the forums. There's a lot of uh, grumpy old everquesters on there that are pretty hilarious. Yeah. There's some good conversation on there too. Yeah, you should always, if you see something interesting, shoot it my way, and then maybe I'll start being more involved in these forums. Um, yeah, because I usually just kind of stay away from that kind of crap. Just because it's 90% of it's toxic. But I do see some, I mean, I like the forums. I do like the EverQuest. Are you talking about like the EverQuest forums, like in mm-hmm. on Facebook? or No. Okay. I So for me, this may be a good way to end real quick, but yeah. for, for me, the faith. Facebook EverQuest page is nice, but it's a lot of people that are like, 
they used to play EverQuest and they just liked the, that they uh the EverQuest page. Yeah. And so it's like people like, hey, I'm thinking about coming back or hey, I'm thinking about starting again. Um there's not a lot of like in-depth information or knowledge. Right. Um the EverQuest forums are for lots of flaming and lots of complaining. Uh-huh. The so the actual Daybreak or Dark Paul forums or whatever. Um and so, obviously, you get to find out what's going on in the servers a little bit faster because somebody's going to complain about it as soon as they find out about it. The um, If you really want to know what's going on in the game and you really like to follow along, I think uh, the Fires of Heaven website, their forums are still very active, and that's where the best conversations go on. Now, do they have a presence on Mischief and Thornblade, or do you know? No, no, okay. no, no. It's all kind of for live, but just in general. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, people just go there for the nostalgia and, like, a lot of the players that have been active for many of the years are still active on those forums, so. Cool. Well, thanks for the trivia. Thank you again to all the people who um, said nice things to us, gave us feedback, gave us items. Uh, Thank you so much. Put all that to good use and um, maybe get some more levels here in the next few days if we have the time i know open you're pretty busy with work right now and you got a ufc fight coming up you want to watch tomorrow night tomorrow night uh, conor two mcgregor gonna, two people are gonna punch each other in the face um i mean flexing does that to goblins you can just watch you know do that <laughs> i might be able to play with and we got D tomorrow and we got D tomorrow We're, we got a busy weekend coming up but, um, and we're going to listen to Mark Rebele. Mark Rebele. Yeah. I would put some of that into the podcast, but I'm afraid, especially <laughs> on YouTube, it would probably get taken down. Yeah. I, I just uploaded a bunch of our episodes on YouTube and I'll continue to do that. So if you uh, prefer it to be on YouTube, you should check there. Uh, future episodes are going to be on YouTube. It usually takes like a day or two after because it takes so long to load up. But check it out. Check us out. We're everywhere. We're yeah. on Instagram. We're on Twitter. I don't post on Twitter very much. I'm very sorry, but I'm going to try to do better at that. And on uh, Facebook, so. Yeah, you can find all that in, like, the description below. Uh, Linktree, Everpal, something like that. Mm-hmm. Link, uh, Linktree.ee slash Everpals or something like that. Yep. Um, most Most active on our Discord and on Instagram. So, yes, if you're looking for us, find us there. If you want to have conversations, you know, that's how you can reach out. Yeah, the other day we had like three, four people talking in Discord. I had like a proud moment. I was like, hey, we created this. People talking um, about a request in our little Discord. I liked it. Ready for some outro music? You know what? I've never been more ready in my entire life. Play the outro music. All right. Thanks, everybody. Later. Mm -hmm.